You're listening to Citizen Reporter number 403 for the 12th of December, 2011. This is the podcast dedicated to underreported news and global concerns. And that basically means to me the stuff you don't find on the front pages, you don't find in the so-called news. We do things differently here, and I'm glad to have you along. This time, we're coming to you from Kosovo. The people that started this for us, they've gotten old and they're discouraged and they're tired. And it's so disheartening that they feel that they weren't successful. We want what they did to have meaning and we want to continue. It's the least that we can do is to help the people that are dying now and get their stories out. Hello, everyone. Uh, back with you in Kosovo, uh, the second visit to Kosovo in, in one month, um, from never having been here to having been here two times relatively in a row. It's, it's a great experience. And while I'm here, I'm getting to meet people, as I always do, who have a vision, who have a passion, and I think it's worth sharing. Um, in this case, I don't even know the whole story yet. I'm sitting across from, I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly, Celik Nimani. Yeah. First of all, welcome to my program. Welcome to Citizen Reporter. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. I'm glad uh, that I could meet you. I have a short week here, uh, and you came out to, to sit with me a little bit. Um, Celik, what I know about you is that I know a few things. I've been checking the internet. <laughs> you uh, put and see great value in the... Um, the knowledge and the, not the, I'll say the spirit, but what we've got here in Pristina, in Kosovo, that is uh, talent, that is interesting, not only for this country, but for the world. I mean, you're into creativity in this place. How did it, how do you think this happened to you? How did you become this person? Uh, I mean, was it that once you were, this place is famous for people being disillusioned. That much I know. I don't know much about Kosovo, but I know people are a bit... I don't know if it's sad. You know what I'm talking about, the yeah, spirit. Exactly. What is the spirit? Basically, people at the beginnings, when I was 17 or 18 years old, I was focused only on to like getting onto the school and earning a degree after a degree, certificates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sort of basic stuff. And that's what uh, most of the people are doing. They just like continue to earn degree after degree and not being focused on the market ex- itself and looking around Kosovo, n- not uh, just basically I'm thinking about uh, thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. These sort of things like uh, pushing themselves hard towards the universities and not focusing on what they want is something that Kosovo, uh, the U- the people of Kosovo need to change. And that's what happened to me. Basically, I started uh, studying. Uh, civil engineering. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's degree in civil engineering, but, but during this time I worked as a tech journalist, mm-hmm. was the only one in the market, and basically I followed IT news from Kosovo, Albania, from the region, and wrote about them in Albanian, mm-hmm. and then I started to do blogging in English and Albanian as well, and then I started following the startup community and the entrepreneurship around the world, and then it happened. Mm. I felt that sparkle and suddenly I was from the civil engineering shifted uh, towards the entrepreneurial area and Mm. this is how I 
got onto the visionary sightings and uh, thinking and uh, trying to like push Kosovo towards the international market, push the people to think outside of here, push the people to let themselves onto what they want. I mean, I see the two worlds clashing, the, and it's very familiar to other countries. The one where you, you go to university or you go to the school that you ultimately want to do that job, and you'll have a job. That's it. That's the simple plan traditionally. Now, we know in many parts of the world already that this is done. This isn't true anymore. There, needs to, there has to be other ways. People are finding them. Here we are in Kosovo. It's not on the cutting edge. Uh, it has its share of issues that still need to be resolved to be an overall well-functioning country. How do you, you say, push people? How do you really get people to, to change from one mindset to the other? I mean, you can't That's physically push them. That won't work. <laughs> Oftentimes point. when you want someone to do something and you, you tell them you need to do this, that doesn't work either. No. How do you go about it? I try to write about things. I try to tweet about things that are interesting for the, my followers and for people to retweet that. I write on the blogs and I try to put on videos what are people on other countries doing. And this is my way of trying to, to have the people generate more interest toward these interesting areas. And then we had uh, Pristina start a weekend here. Mm -hmm. And that one, I think, it achieved to change the mindset because I had people talking to me like this was a life experience. Mm -hmm. I worked, uh, uh, like since somebody mentioned to me that he worked as at his daily job at a casino mm -hmm. or something like that, and he was really bored of, of that one. And now, after he attended Pristina Start of Weekend, his, his mindset is completely changed. Mm -hmm. he, wants, like, he wants to be passionate, visionary, he wants to be on the entrepreneur's shoes, and he wants to work towards that one. And that team, they already started, and they are still working. But a person like you've just mentioned, what, what impacts them? Is it that there are like-minded, not like-minded, inspiring people from here? Is it the contact with, with those who have succeeded? I mean, there are people in Kosovo who, who are doing quite well, right? There are the successful. Mm -hmm. the, I don't know if they would look to the business leaders, um, but is it that these people, when you come in contact with them, mm -hmm. you become inspired? Is that the idea? Yeah. Basically, the people, the success stories are really important. To, yeah. to have an impact on those who are uh, basically standard. They think like the most people think, but when they hear and when they meet people that have achieved successes using a passport and a citizenship of Kosovo and being on market in uh, Germany, states uh, or whatever, then they get to change and then they see that it is possible. Mm. But also like meeting new people during a weekend and having all this energy synchronized in a room and working really hard towards achieving their goals, I think that's another important fact. Hmm. And having also having people with uh, from, like uh, Peter Sunday was here, having him come to Kosovo and uh, being so great and so uh, being friendly towards the people and uh, that were at Start of Weekend, that was amazing to see. And we had also John Seacrest coming from the States. So we had people that had experience and that they had uh, things to share with the others that were there. Mm -hmm. And I think that had an important uh, impact. Outside of the creative community, uh, including maybe some of the circles you travel in, how big is the world of the average citizen in Kosovo? I'll try to explain what I mean. I am Portuguese, uh, as one of my nationalities, and in Portugal, 
the world can feel quite big because you're a small country, but you're in between the United States and Europe. You've got the big Spain. So whether it's the news or a lot of the conversations, they're somewhat international. They're certainly a bit European, and people do look outside of the borders a lot. Here in Kosovo, besides what's going on in Pristina, which I'm sure there's lots of mm. gossip and, and discussions and so on, where do they look? I, I see this, what feels like a strong tie to Albania. Is that, is that like the, the first place they look when it comes to who else is with us? Uh, Allies, like. Who is the world? Yeah, I mean, when, if I ask the average person, you know, what countries do they know about? I know there's a lot of family members. Mm. Uh, people have a lot of family members in other countries. Yeah. Germany especially, Austria, Switzerland, uh, in Scandinavian countries as well. Hmm. And there are a lot of Albanians living in the States as well. Hmm. And if you're mentioning allies, the first country that comes to an Albanian is the States. Uh -huh. People from here uh, love United States. It's more uh, historical and it's also related to the impact that the United States had on the independence of Kosovo and during the war that happened in 1999. Mm -hmm. So people are uh, still thank you, thankful for what the uh, United States has done for Kosovo and still continues to do for Kosovo. Yeah. But it, the, Albania has a, also an impact, more or less, because Albania is living there and Albania is living here, so it's like a connection between people with the same nationality. Yeah. Is it that you... I don't, I'm not so much into uh, countries myself, uh, being cross-cultural, but is it that you feel like um, someone from Albania, an Albanian from Albania, is family, a cousin, uh, good friends, mm. versus someone from Macedonia? You, you have that feeling, but sometimes it, it happens that because of uh, Albania being... Albania and Kosovo being split for such a long time and because of uh, a lot of historical happenings... It happened that there are some uh, differences between the cultures here in Kosovo and cultures in Albania. It doesn't mean that, you, that they are Albanians there and those in Macedonia are people from Macedonia because you have a lot of Albanians living in Macedonia as well. So it doesn't matter. Basically, people will find their friends and they will find people to work with and to, to be inspired with. And mm -hmm. I think it, it doesn't matter, really. The, the borders are being... Globalization is is coming up, and yeah. it, it's coming up here as well. Yeah, we're in a. a I'm not just uh, repeating experts. I think I've seen it in my own life and around me. We're in a bad economic time, um, even in prosperous uh, Netherlands where I live. Here in Kosovo, it's also a bad economic time. You're concerned about brain drain. I think everybody knows yeah. what brain drain is. Yeah. You've just mentioned the countries mm. where people go. Are they going now more than ever? Uh, as we talked about the universities and degrees, and because basically when people, when they finish school, they're faced with the challenge of finding a job. Entrepreneurs thinks they, think the opposite. They create jobs. Startups mm -hmm. are job creators. So what those people who finish up schools do, they tend to look forward to which place do they go and ask for a sort of citizenship or temporary citizenship to stay there and work there. Mm -hmm. And that, what, that's what uh, those people think about. On the other hand, you, you have like more than 40% of uh, unemployment here in Kosovo. And you, I think one of the problems why we have this high percentage, uh, high percentage of unemployment is because uh, there are a lot of money coming onto Kosovo mm -hmm. from... Uh, 
remittances from people living abroad and bringing money back. And people get lazy because of that, because they say, oh, my brother is giving me money or my uncle and blah, blah, blah. Why should I work? Because I will receive money anyway. And then you have uh, people, uh, the, young, uh, the youth living with their parents, so they get money as well. And they, if the, uh, one, of, uh, one youngster, one typical youngster gets a job, and if he suddenly gets fired, he doesn't mind because he knows he's got a home, he's got family, and he's settled. Mm-hmm. I think these are a really uh, important facts that are having a huge impact on the economy and on the people's mindset because I think people should start to think on their own and not to rely on remittances and not to rely on non-governmental uh, organizations because those have overcrowded the market mm-hmm. because they, like pull a lot of money from abroad and they do nothing like we will work on this project on that project NGOs do not uh, have an impact on the economy of a country mm-hmm. the startups the entrepreneurs the, the businesses have an impact on the country because they create jobs they pay the taxes and that's it that's what the country needs mm-hmm. not NGOs not uh, remittances it's okay to, to have money coming from abroad here but not making the people lazy mm. I think that's so what's the strategy some people look to the government I have my doubts not just about this government but about many governments um, where do you look for you said people need to change how they mm. function how they think um, how do you encourage that change who encourages that change is it a government or is it is it you uh, a neighbor a community member I think they, they should look onto the community that, that is trying to think differently, even though it is a small community. Not only to me, because there, there are a lot of people, there are uh, not so many success stories, but we should use those as role models and have them to inspire the, other, the others to, to change their mindset. It's not the government that is doing something towards this, because like in every country, especially around the region, the government keeps mentioning like we will create jobs, we will work on this one, we are going to work on the economy, we will bring investors here. I think it's more important to work on the country itself, to, to shape up the infrastructure of the economy here, mm-hmm. rather than walking all around those different places and, and having calling countries to come invest in Kosovo. Because uh, the times where a country invests in another country is done. Mm-hmm. Like it's now it is a business uh, business angel an investor those kind of people come and invest on the uh, businesses here not on the country itself mm. the, but still people think that uh, country investing in another country is still ongoing yes and I think that if we sort of work on the infrastructure here if we remove the three months period to register a business and have that onto two days or one day there's a three month waiting period or yeah. To start a business. You know, uh, have you heard about the European Union report about uh, the worst place to open a business? It's, I did not. It's Kosovo, so we're happy for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you'll, you'll confirm that the... But you get my point. The reasons are real uh, the, for this report. Uh, yeah. Three-month delay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they ask document after document, and it's so much bureaucracy. You know, you need to, to have these processes simplified. And you need yeah. to have them cut to the chase, not to, to have uh, one document from the ministry, one from the municipality, one from the government, one from there, one from here. Yeah. And then the people that want to come to Kosovo and invest, even Albanians living outside and start a business here, it's even hard for them. Because if they lo- live in Germany, for them, opening a business there 
it's a tough market, but it's easier because you don't have to wait three months to open a business. Yeah. Um, I'm always into the subject of uh, places in the world that have been forgotten, and I'm speaking economically uh, because the world economy has certain places that are the the poles where everything happens, and, and then there's the places that fall in between. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something that you could say, or are the, what 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 does Kosovo, even in the long term, do that is of interest to the world? And I'm talking real shallow interest, uh, business-wise, uh, which I think there's more to life than business. But um, you know, some countries have a certain resource, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that becomes the whole dependency of the economy. Yeah. Uh, the Netherlands seems to be this place where it's all about doing business, uh, which I think a lot of places would like to be, but it, how many can you have? You know, the Arab world is known to some extent for oil. Um, when things are all, you know, functioning on all pistons, what is it the Kosovo has that the world is going to want to know about? And I'm, if it's resources, tell me, but it could also be skills or some because I, I don't know For, uh, Kosovo has a lot of uh, resources natural ones it has a lot of coal and a lot of uh, different sorts of minerals mm-hmm. that could have a huge impact on the economy but for these kind of things you need a huge uh, huge people huge investors yeah. on the other hand there's a huge amount of young people basically around 60% of the population is from uh, 15 to 30 31 yeah. if I'm not wrong but these, uh, these people, if we invest as a country on their skills and do research around the world, what is missing on the market around the world? If it is gamers, developers, mobile developers, uh, web designers, I don't know, these sort of uh, top-notch professions, then we can have something to offer the world. Mm. Because basically you have uh, countries around the world changing their policies to, to have to, to brain gain, to, yeah. to gain the brain of other countries. You have the northern hemisphere of the world that is investing on that one, and have, you have the southern he- hemisphere of the world that is losing their brain. Yeah. So if it happens that the youth here starts m- moving from the country and starts going to other places to live and to have... Uh, their life there and to studies, uh, work, uh, and basically everything, then this country will not have a bright future. So what we we can offer as a country is resources and people. But we need to... Young people. Yeah, especially young people. But we need to to work more on developing those people's skills. Mm -hmm. Because you have a lot of universities here that have a lot of students, but what you put on the market is not those people that the market needs. Mm. Yes. If it happens that uh, a computer, uh, for example, a company that produces software for computers, if they want some developers to find in Kosovo, we have a lot of them, but that company needs to invest more uh, practical stuff onto them because the university teaches them basic stuff, mm. not uh, things that they should basically learn during their studies. Yes. And so when you, you seem like a, a, a positive person to me, uh, I've known you for less than an hour, um, when you look forward, I mean, you're engaged in these projects that I think are about inspiring people, uh, not just inspiring, actually starting uh, businesses, developing ideas. Are you confident in what's going on here? Or are you, what I've often seen, um, 
worried about this current path? Uh, after the sort of weekend, yes. I, <laughs> my, my confidence went really up. Mm. And I, I started to believe even more that we can try and do something. Because with people, with those skills that you have, if it is easier for them to go on the outside market. And, mm-hmm. and so basically, if you have these, these skilled people not working with them and not doing something for them, then they will go from Kosovo. And you, each country will, uh, that is a developed country, with, will compete with each other and they will try to pull them. Mm-hmm. So we, we need to work more, even more, even harder on that one. As yeah. a, me as a person uh, as well. Is maybe it is easier for me to go from Kosovo somewhere else and maybe I will get a job there based on my experience until now. But I don't think that's challenging for me because the, the challenge is here. The challenge is here I- inside the country to, to, to help and to build up its future. Mm. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. I have one last question and it's, it's deviating a little bit from what we've been talking about. But you've written a lot on technology, tech in general. Uh, you've also certainly lived with the web as it currently is. Uh, I've been noticing in different websites, even just as a tourist, when I want to select Kosovo as the country, still many uh, systems don't accept it, don't recognize it. Mm. It's a strange thing because uh, I had discussions about national recognitions from other governments, Mm. and now I've come to the realization there needs to be a small discussion in the tech community about just... Web Facebook or whatever, <laughs> recognizing Kosovo as a country, Pristina mm. as a city. Yeah. Um, what is going on? I mean, you run into this, don't mm. you? Yes, of course. Is it a political statement? Because some of these companies, I didn't even know they were that political. <laughs> they, they always keep mentioning that is a political uh, problem, but if one page can change the list of the countries, then the other one can change yeah. it itself. And if it is a private company, then it is not that huge problem for them. Yeah. We've already started to work on that one. For example, we're putting pressure on Eventbrite to yeah. recognize oh, yeah. Kosovo. Yeah. So I think we will try with the first one. And then using the community to, to have tweet after tweet towards that uh, company that hasn't recognized Kosovo yet, that web, yeah. that uh, online recognition, I think we can go there. What's the excuse generally? They've just been too busy developing in other ways? They didn't bother to... Because ch- it's not maybe policy, it's, is it? It could be policy. But, for example, uh, the United States has a huge amount of uh, policies for different sorts of things. For example, Odesk, uh, a freelancing uh, tool, doesn't work in Kosovo and I tweeted towards them why doesn't it work in Kosovo and they uh, tweeted back with a policy where I started researching and it says that Kosovo is on the black listed ah, and of, even uh, though the state has recognized Kosovo and then if you check the blacklist there you cannot find Kosovo so yeah. I don't know what's if, the problem if you want to use a system like I know you know about Flatter mm-hmm. uh, you, one way is through PayPal but can you open a PayPal account in Kosovo? Uh, yes, sort of. It's it, difficult. It, it's difficult because you, only one bank uh, has this ability, yeah. and they do that through their channels, their connections, and using uh, Albania, where mm. PayPal works. Ah. But we need to have ro- uh, recognition from PayPal as well. John Seekers uh, keep, keep kept mentioning at Startup Weekend that uh, people here have these lots of buts, 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 
if you start saying them you need to work on international recognition then they from Kosovo they will say but yeah blah 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 yeah <laughs> so we need to to overcome this challenge of uh, having these buts as the answers buts. yes <laughs> <laughs> and overcome them and yeah. start working on putting up pressure towards the online community especially yeah Yeah, I think what 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 comes clear to me talking to and talking to other people about this and I hope comes across in this in this audio is it may seem like a tech issue, mm. but in fact, it goes way beyond because this technology is so important to everything from business to maybe even uh, uh well, studies. Mm. If you can't just select the country where you live to prove you have an address yeah. and and who you are, it becomes hard to do a lot of important things. Yes, definitely. And uh, I don't know if it happened to you, but if you use Twitter here, uh, it says that you are in Russia for some reason. I don't know why. ISP? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's these sort of things that we need to work on. Yeah. And the the political people, they will do the political stuff. We as a community can do the other stuff. Yeah. So we don't need to think about things that we cannot do anything. We need to do to to think about things that we can uh, have an impact on them. Yeah, Charlie, it sounds like it's the little things in this country. When you put them all together, uh, they can be <laughs> a huge obstacle or uh, be the solution to mm. uh, to a lot of problems. The little things, though. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Jelik, I want to make sure to give your your website. Uh, Twitter is probably the best place to follow you. Um, what is your your Twitter? Is just your full name, right? Yeah, uh, the Twitter uh, account is Celik Nimani, mm-hmm. like Celik Nimani, but with a C because uh, the Albanian alphabet has this letter. It's yes. a bit hard to write down, and I use the C. Yeah, and that'll be linked from my show notes. Um, you have, uh, I think, is IC Kosovo the startup uh, business that's coming soon? Uh, IC Kosovo Innovation Center Kosovo oh, okay. is a project implemented by the Norwegian Ministry of Foreign Affairs. They are investing a lot on the people here, and they're investing a lot of uh, on these sort of initiatives that will give uh, peoples uh, to to. Uh, to have them work on their uh, idea, to have them launch their idea, their startup, and to expand their business until now. Innovation Center Kosovo was the main reason why Startup Weekend happened. Mm-hmm. It, it was the main supporter, and uh, it will continuously be the main supporter because it's a, it's sort of a related event towards the, what the things uh, are going on in the Innovation Center. And the Innovation Center will also offer a business incubator training uh, professional trainings and uh, matchmakings and business expandings be- between companies here and uh, in Norway and then maybe and hopefully in Europe and globally as well. Okay. This These sort of trainings, as we mentioned earlier, will be focused on filling the gap on the market, offering professional skills and offering skills that are needed from local and international companies so that people that graduate from faculties will get on hands-on training yeah. on basically what the market is uh, re- looking for and what you need to develop yourself. Okay. All right, I'll put links to uh, your Twitter and some of your work on the show notes for this website so that people can see for themselves and hear from you as to what's going on in the startup community and the, the solving problems in, in Kosovo. I think it's great that you're dedicated to it, and I know that uh, whether they say it or not, I think many people around here are uh, very 
glad to have someone like you uh, here in Pristina. Um, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. And when I'm back in Kosovo, we will sit and talk and we'll have some good news about how things are going. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Flying around my feet Talking to all the chewing gum Stuck everywhere on the street When they're ringing the bells all over the city On a Saturday night Nobody knows why But they know it's gonna be alright It's gonna take a nickel of me Cause I just realized That it was meant to be I was standing at a sale With the shoes of bankrupt men I just had to buy a pair So life can live again They're ringing the bells all over the city On a Saturday night Nobody knows why But they know it's gonna be alright